my hands sweaty. I made an opening in the curtains and stepped through onto the stage. I smiled, and my heart filled with relief when I spotted Eric seated on the ledge like the last time we'd been here together, before the argument. His back to me, the headpiece's black fabric was sleek and inky in the dim light. A blanket lay spread on the floor next to him, and in its center were the candles I'd smelled. A tray of fruit and cheese, a bottle of wine, and a vase filled with lively pink flowers were on it as well. I smiled, because the flowers were like the ones I'd taken from Claudette Sunderland's dressing room. The one he'd caught me with. Eric, my voice sounded feeble in the cavernous theater. He heard me though, because he stiffened in response. Slowly, he twisted toward me. The rigid, unyielding features of the mask made it impossible for me to guess what he might be thinking. He could have been either frowning or smiling for all I knew. Diving into my apology, I took a tentative step. I'm so sorry, I was wrong, the whole thing was a big misunderstanding. Some of the tension left me when he waved his hand in the air as though something minor had passed between us. I'm the one who's sorry, he said. My ego got the better of me, but I don't want to talk about it anymore. Then he held out an open hand. Will you sit down? I sprinted across the stage to settle in on a blanket next to him. He adjusted the mask, securing it in place, and I apologized again. I'm truly sorry. Shh. Hairily, he placed a finger to the mask's golden, inert lips. It's over, really. Then, he picked one of the flowers from the vase, broke off its stem, and placed the bud in my hair. For the ballerina... He said. My fingertips fluttered over the feathery petal lodged behind my ear. Thank you. You know what these are? He asked, gesturing towards the bouquet. No, but they're lovely. I looked at the vase overflowing with the pink blossoms. They're dahlias. They symbolize hope an everlasting union between two people. His statement amped up my guilt-ridden conscience, and I groveled again. I can't believe what happened. I've seen Van, and he told me it was all a mistake. I came one night to explain. I wanted to tell you, but you, you weren't here. Don't sweat it. It's over. Let's talk about what's next. What are you saying? Will you tutor me again? He nodded. Only a fool would walk away from a dancer like you. Now that I know you're loyal, nothing will ever get in our way again. I was surprised how easy it had been. I'd been so concerned, both dreading and dying to have this conversation. But everything had turned out fine. Motioning to the blanket, 
and the picnic arranged across it, I asked, What's this? I thought we could celebrate. It's a special occasion. The candlelight flickered off the gilded face mask and again. I wondered if he'd been a handsome man before the fire. As a principal dancer, many girls and women would have fawned over Eric. How many hearts had he broken? I envisioned Raoul, how gorgeous he was, how lucky I was to have him, and the grief for what Eric had lost squeezed my heart. Please help yourself. He dipped his head in the blanket's direction. Take me his cue, I picked up a piece of cheese and nibbled on it. But I was acutely aware that he couldn't join me. You don't have to be uncomfortable, I said. If you want to eat something, it would be okay. 